Hey guys, it's Ian, I'm back with you. I am here live from my garage on, is it Tuesday night? Yep, it's Tuesday night. Welcome back, PCS Podcast. Um, what I'm doing tonight is kind of different. I'm sitting here watching some live pinball. I was listening to a podcast, they were talking about competitive pinball, of course, which is fairly routine for any pinball podcast. And where did my mind go? Um, I'm thinking, okay, well, how would I talk about it? What do I have to say about competition pinball? And I know when I opened up my show, I thought, you know, I'm not really going to deal too much with it, but I started thinking a lot more. And my thoughts were several. First of all, I thought about how do I stack up in pinball, like personally? I don't know how you feel about your game, but um, I feel like my game is is a little bit uh, <laughs> mediocre. My skills are, are getting better, but um, still, I still need a lot of work. I think there's a lot of us who can relate. It's just a matter of getting more time on machines. So I'm not really a competitive player. I like to have like classic little miniature competitions with my friends, just little fun games and uh, small competitions. But for the most part, I really, really want to compete more and get better skills just to build from here, you know? But my main goal with pinball is to have fun. I don't want to make money doing it. I don't want to compete regularly. I just want to go out there and laugh and play and smile and just enjoy it. And the stress of competition sometimes kills some of that joy. So I do respect all these competitive players that we know and we see. I do greatly respect them, man. Their games are incredible. It's super interesting to watch them play. Um, one thing that I value competition pinball for is the skills that I learn just by watching people. My first in-disc competition that I witnessed was in uh, Banning, California. It was uh, a year, it was 2018, and I was able to sit in the room and watch for hours while these guys played, and I watched on the overhead screens, which were set up by IE Pinball, and I was thinking, man, what am I learning here? I learned how to do, shoot, some, what do they say, the post-pass, the a little flipper save off the edge before it kind of goes off of the edge down the drain. You have like a... It's sort of like a catch, but it's a, it's just a kind of a, you nip the ball really quick so it stays on your the current flipper. Anyway, I learned a lot of different skills. Had a, a little bit more, had a dead flip, um, is it dead flip catch and um, other things like that. And I've just, I was just enamored with watching these guys. I was so thrilled. And uh, I really, really am grateful for the opportunity I had to just watch those guys play because I, I just saw how they do it. Obviously, I can't execute like those guys and few of us can, but that's why they're the pros, right? So long story short is I, I value that, that competition so I can learn so much. It's just I'm always into learning things. I'm always into seeing and observing the great people who do it and then being like, okay, what did I learn? Um, it's, it's important, I think, to reflect and, and to figure out how they did the fundamental things and then just kind of duplicate it or mimic it. And you'll get better. And, and truly, I did. I gained some, some perspective there and I learned from them and I started going home and practicing more like that and if nothing else everybody when you go to a competition are you not just so motivated to play after that after I saw the Indisc uh, last year in 2018 I wanted to go home and just freaking play and play and play I was so excited and of course I did and I was just I was just in a spot like mentally with my pinball my thoughts where I was just like oh man I just can't get I can't wait to get home and pr practice and try to become better try to shoot like Keith Elwin or try to shoot like you know, uh, Jim Belsito or, or Carl, you know what I mean? It was just so cool, so motivating. But um, it was interesting anyway. So my co my competitive pinball thoughts are, are just strictly based on observation, of course. I played an Indisc this year, but 
I didn't last too long. You know, I didn't make the cut, obviously. I was just there to have fun and play some free pinball, really, because I volunteered, so I got some free cards. Um, but what am, what am I doing regularly now? I'm actually checking the Twitch streams, as you know. Um, who's streaming? Dead Flip, JJP Live streamed their uh, Wonka last week, and IE Pinball, one of our favorites, right? So they did a really, really neat... Um, reveal of, it wasn't a reveal of Monsters, but they had like a cool on-site at uh, Ace Goji in LA of Monsters, right? So they were streaming Monsters, and they were doing some cool creative competition with that. They have a league, of course, and there's some exceptional players um, playing on their stream that night, notably uh, Jockton Streely, if you know him, he's a really neat guy, exceptional player. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he got second place in B group this year at Indisc. I could be wrong on that, and I apologize if I mistook that, but I could have sworn he got second behind a fellow from out of state, and all I remember about him was he had long hair, tight jeans, and brown boots. And, uh, yeah, it was a great game. The final game was uh, Monster Bash that I was witnessing there. But anyway, Jockton was on the stream, and another guy on the league named David, um, a couple other guys, I can't remember their names, but um, long story short is they were playing Monsters, and they were doing, I think they were playing pin golf. So it was my first sort of exposure to like a different approach than just high scores, um, you know, match play or, or high score competition between four players. So I was like, well, that's kind of interesting. And so there I went watching. But then I started watching another stream. Uh, I was actually watching a stream tonight. And what am I watching? I'm watching IE Pinball. It's probably an old stream, but it's the IFPA Flipper Masters or Pin Masters, excuse me. So it's, it's Pinball Golf. And they're doing this uh, from uh, uh, Las Vegas at the Flipper Spiel, the arcade there in, in Vegas. I'm not sure I've, I've ever been there, obviously, but uh, if you have, lucky you. You know, it sounds like a really neat spot. But um, I'm watching, right? And I don't hear much commentary. There's not a ton of audio except for what you get in the background. And I'm thinking, man, I'd really like to narrate one of these. I'd really like to broadcast one of these and be the guy behind the mic. What would I do? Uh, let's, let's, let's talk about that. I, I think I, I could offer something there and I'd love to do it one of these days. If they, if anybody would bring me on to it, to a Twitch broadcast, I'd really appreciate the opportunity. It'd be fun. Um, but I'm watching this, this broadcast and there's an, there's an announcer on it and he, uh, he's got a foreign accent. I'm not sure who it is, but he's got an interesting accent. He might, might, I don't know, Canadian or otherwise, but anyway, he gets on and it's, it's fairly conventional and I've heard broadcasts by, other people, including Carl and other guys, um, they they know the rules so well that it's like really cool to listen to them because they will explain a game as it's being played with forecasting what the player is shooting for. So it's just super cool because the guy's like, "Oh, look at him! He's got um, he's got the lock lit. Yep, he's what he's going to do here is he's going to hit the orbit and then he's going to hit the lock without even obviously knowing for sure if he's going to do that. And sure enough, the player will do exactly that. I mean, these guys know these games so well that it's just like holy cow, man." Their exposure to this game and these games in particular that they're competing on is so vast that it's just like it's committed to memory and uh, it's impressive. So if you ever get a chance to listen to them talk while they broadcast, you'll really notice that it's really impressive. So obviously, I'm just thinking, man, that's that's an incredible base of knowledge that these guys start with. But what would I do? What would I do? Um, I'm thinking I've got something I could do with these with these broadcasts. I don't know the rules. You guys know that. I'm a self-admitted ignoramus when it comes to most of the rules. I can know some basic stuff and kind of what strategy might be for some games, but very few, very few. 
So apologies for that. But here's what I would do. I'm looking at a broadcast right this second. And um, first of all, I might have some music in the background, you know? Why not, right? Something snappy, something jumpy, something to keep the viewer interested. Um, But here you go. Here we are. My name is Ian Rodriguez. We are broadcasting live from the IFPA Pinmasters here at Flipper Spiel in Las Vegas, Nevada. Beautiful Las Vegas. We've had some great weather this week, folks. And we are excited to bring you the best pinball players in the world tonight. The best of the best are competing tonight, folks. We are in round two of four. So we are officially in the quarterfinals. The players remaining are so-and-so, so-and-so, Jim Belsito, John Garnett, Joe Lemire, and Josh Sharp. Tonight, right this moment, we are watching as Josh Sharp, Jim Belsito, and Josh Garnett, and Joe Lemire take the stage. And what game are they playing on, folks? The classic Steve Ritchie Stern pinball machine. None other than Star Trek. This happens to be a premium, folks. So you get the laser show. You get the diverted ramps. You get some exciting features here that are going to bring this game to life. Let us watch. Here comes Jim Belsito, a classic player, a, a heavily seasoned veteran, a favorite in this tournament. In fact, his current rank is 15th in the world. His highest rank, of course, is third place ever. And he was at Indisc, of course, this year doing very well. He made it to the final round. He placed fourth. And indeed, Jim Belsito is a force to be reckoned with in the pinball world. Uh, next up would be Josh Garnett. IFPA rank 1500, highest rank 1576. Uh, don't know much about Josh, except he is here to play. He's trying to make his first final round of his career, and indeed we are excited to see if he can cross that bridge tonight. He has a family, two children and a wife back home in Seattle, Washington, and he shouts out to them every time he takes the pinball machine. So good luck to you, John Garnett. We are looking forward to seeing you compete with these greats tonight. Next up, Joe Lemire, the youngster from Canada. That's right, Vancouver, British Columbia. His current rank in the world is 61st. His highest rank, of course, is 42nd. That's right after he came in 10th at Pinburg, 2017. What an exciting tournament that was. But Joe brings a lot to the table. He's a classic player, seasoned veteran of all types. That includes electromechanical and solid states, folks. Let's not forget, in 1999, he placed third in the EM competition out in Las Vegas as well. So Joe Lemire brings a lot to the table tonight, folks, and tonight I think he's coming to play for keeps. Josh Sharp. Who's Josh Sharp, everybody? That's a household name in pinball, everybody. Listen up. Josh Sharp is none other than the son of Roger Sharp, the brother of Zach Sharp. Stern royalty, pinball royalty, sirs. And indeed, Josh Sharp is a highly ranked player, highest ranked first ever in the world. Current rank unknown at this point, but we are here to watch Josh showcase his skills. We understand Josh has had a new baby recently, so he has blessed us with his presence here, and his family must be missing him, but he makes sacrifices for pinball, folks. Sacrifices to make sure you get to see the greatest of the greats play here in Vegas tonight. Let's get started. Who's up first? Well, looks like Jim's going to take the first flip. The first plunge, excuse me. Jim steps up. Looking very focused. This game's about to start, folks. Let's hold our breaths. Skill shot, very difficult to achieve here. Up, oh, Jim's nails it. Oh, the skill shot. What a perfect shot. Really timed it well. Okay, what's coming up? Dead flip, catch. And we are looking at... Oh, there he goes. He hits the scoop. Okay. 
Back to the flip here. We got a right ramp shot. Excellent. He's lighting up modes, folks. Lights are being lit on the play field. What's he shooting for? Left orbit. There it is. Green shot. Got it. He's shooting for 15 million, folks. The goal to hit the pin on this is 15 million before you're out. How many strokes will depend on how many balls you use. Jim's catching and holding right now, planning his next shot. What's Jim going to do? Oh my goodness, he hits it. It's the middle spaceship shot. That's right, that's worth $3 million right this second, folks. Jim is now currently sitting at $7 million, and he is going to hold for another moment. He flips it. Oh, he hits the, oh, the stand-up target right back down the drain. Down the middle, folks, for Jim. Took a, took a risk and paid the price, folks. Oh my goodness. Well, Jim scored a good first ball there. A first stroke at 7 million points. That's right. Josh Sharp steps up next. Very poised. Josh has that look, that killer instinct, you know, that eye of the tiger look in his eyes. Here goes Josh. Let's see what he can do. He hits the skill shot. Great shot by Josh. Well-timed. This must be a game he owns. Well, wait a minute. Probably he gets lots of exposure with it at uh, Stern Pinball. Okay, Josh steps up. Side flipper ramp shot. Great shot. Warp ramp, of course, here is fairly easy to hit for a conventional uh, professional like Josh. I'm sure all these gentlemen will be hitting that pretty typically. Up, oh, he catches down below. He uh, hits a stand-up right ramp, back to flipper, catch, soft catch, great catch. Right ramp shot, lit it up, great job. Catch to left flipper. There he goes, Josh Sharp, hitting for right orbit, hits it, loops around, back to right flipper, he's holding. He's got 6.5 million, still holding, okay, shooting left orbit, left orbit, great shot. Okay, back catch to left flipper, and he, oh no, gosh, he fumbles. It's back in the middle, oh my goodness, Josh Sharp with a rare mistake. Josh Sharp. Ah, oh, what's he going to do next? Well, he did manage to score 9.3 million, so good for Josh. He's ahead of Jim at this point, but he's still well below his goal of 15 million to get past this hole. Okay, Josh will step away from the pinball with a decent score. And what's next? Oh, we got Joe Lemire. Joe Lemire steps up. Again, the youngster. The youngster here is the youngest in this game currently. Looking forward to see what he has to offer. Joe steps up, plunges, missed the skill shot. Okay, down back to the left flipper, catches. Good catch. Looking forward to Joe's next shot. Okay, look pass, post pass. Left orbit, there you go. Okay, now he's lighting up. Misses the second shot, catch back off the, off the pop there. Okay, back down to his left flipper. Post pass, right flipper. Okay, left orbit, great shot. Catch the left flipper. Hits a spaceship. Okay, we're at six million. Fantastic, fantastic shot by Joe. Catch right flipper. Okay, left ramp shot, wonderful. Back to the left flipper, nice and manageable catch there. Okay, spaceship hit, okay. Waiting for the lock, waiting for the lock. Back down to right flipper. Oh, that arrow is lit. Locks it up behind the spaceship. We're at 7.5 million, he's got another ball coming. Okay, here it comes. Lock shot ready, here it comes. Joe hits it, great, multi-ball. Look at that, he's at 10 million. Couple more hits for 15 and should have it. Right ramp jackpot, great job. Second ball's coming down, oh, left ramp jackpot. That's it, 15 million. Joe Lemire walks off. At hole number one here, 15.5 in a multi-ball situation. Wonderful work by Joe. He got there quickly. I'm uh, not surprised he got there so fast because this game is quick to multi-ball, quick to lock. And uh, unfortunately, the other fellows who've gone so far just couldn't manage that early enough. Looks like they were going for some other strategy, perhaps. No idea, but we'll find out as soon as we get to interview Jim Belsito after this is all said and done. And, of course, Josh Sharp. Next up, John Garnett. And this guy is an exceptional player. 
Um, we're happy to have him here. He usually doesn't make it to Vegas. He's got lots of commitments and lots going on with the big family, of course. So here goes John Garnett. Plunges, miss skill shot. Okay, there's no ball save here, remember. So if you go down, you go down fast. Right flipper catch. Okay, he's going left orbit. Misses, oh God, out lane. They pulled the rubbers on the out lane and pulled the post all the way out. That out lane's about as wide as the 15 freeway here in San Diego, folks. So anyway, that ball gets close to that out lane. You're looking for trouble, and he did. It's an unfortunate an unfortunate error, maybe. I don't know if he meant to, to go that deep on, or that far off the edge of his right flipper, but it looks like he should have came in a little earlier to hit that orbit. In any case, left out lane, dead in the water. We'll see him in, in, uh, in ball number two, his, his second stroke coming up shortly. So we have Jim Belcito, Josh Sharp, and John Garnett shooting uh, their second stroke here, ball number two, with quite a bit of ground to make up for John Garnett and just about half the score left for Josh Sharp and Jim Belcito. We will take a break. As soon as we uh, this this segment was brought to you by Cointaker. Cointaker, the finest options in pinball. Call now to place an order. We carry LEs, we carry everything. Anything you need from LEDs to LE sterns, you've got it here at Cointaker. Email sales at cointaker.com. Thank you. We'll take a break, folks. We'll let you. We'll go to a musical intermission for a moment. Thank you. All right. Now I'm back to just being Ian right now, PCS Podcast. Thanks for being with me, folks. Tonight we are brought to you by Xbox. Xbox. The finest in console gaming. Th thankfully, we have Red Dead Redemption these days. Because other than that, it's not about our game anymore. Xbox. Come buy one. Come enjoy one. Game with your friends. Forever. So, what did you guys think of that broadcast? Um, a little corny? Perhaps. A little overenthusiastic? Probably. But I think that would be kind of neat to do. Um, I'm not knowing too much about what I'm looking at here, obviously, but... I think it's uh, there's a way to do it, <laughs> and I'd be really stoked to do it. So that's my thought about competition pinball. We've uh, we've heard people talk about it on certain podcasts and other commentators who say, you know, competition pinball needs something to be to be something that's more appealing to the public and the general audience. And I tend to agree with that. Um, I think that there's different ways to do that. My opinion is, you put two guys head to head, first one to a score, two exactly same tables side by side. It's a race to a score, kind of like pin golf, but you're literally against somebody. They did this in the IE stream with the Munsters. It was two, two machines side by side, and that was exciting. That was so exciting. If you haven't seen it, go back and watch it. It's two people side by side, head to head, super intense, just like it, it's just a race, you know what I mean? A race to a score. So I really, really would appreciate seeing something like that someday, like regularly. I think the IFPA and Papa could, could benefit from it. Um, I don't think they have any format like that yet in anything that they currently do. But it would be super interesting to see, and I'd be excited to see it when it does get shown. Um, you know, it's, it's amazing how many competitions there are. You, we have this the Nationals. We had the cir circuit in Chicago at Logan's Arcade recently. Um, we had, you know, the Vegas tournament that I'm watching. We had Indisc in January. So it's not even the end of April yet, and we've had three major tournaments in Pinburg coming up later in the year. Um, that's incredible. I'm just so, I'm just so enthusiastic about the fact that there's just so many events that we can view on streaming or just go to, go to and attend live. It's exciting. It's like a life goal for me to go to Pinburg, and I really want to go to TPF one day. 
um, just to play in the tournaments and enjoy the scene and just check it out from there and see what happens, you know. I think that there's just so much uh, to learn at these tournaments, and it's just such a really fun event to, to attend one. You get to, like, literally rub elbows with the best players in the world, and what other sport or hobby can you do that so easily as pinball? I don't think there is one. I was able to shake Keith Ellowen's hand at Indisc. It was cool. I met him. I said, thanks for making such a great game in Iron Maiden. You're cool. You're awesome. And I watched him from 10 feet away playing his awesome, you know, his, his awesome game. So it's just uh, pinball special like that, everybody. I think we sometimes underappreciate the fact that we have such tight access to the pros and so much access to the actual manufacturers of our machines that it's uncommon. There's not a lot of industries where you can literally email the manufacturer of whatever it is that you bought. You can't buy a car and do that. What else can't you buy? You can't buy shoes and do that. You can't buy, what if you're a golfer? You can't buy the, you can't buy a set of golf clubs and then go email Callaway and be like, hey, something happened with my driver. Can you help me out? They wouldn't care. That's not their problem. But here in our world, we can email manufacturers. I've emailed Chicago Gaming and they're directly in contact with me about my Monster Bash remake. Just, it's amazing. That sort of proximity to the to the industry at the ground level, to me, is, is a blessing because you feel confident in the products, you feel tight-knit as a community, and you feel close to the, to the source. And I, I just think that's cool. Like, it's really cool. So appreciate it. I think if uh, any of us are not appreciating that, we ought to rethink it and just, you know, get back in touch with that because that, that is a benefit. That is a really good benefit for us. Um, to say nothing about the ability to go shake people's hands who are the highest level players in the world. <laughs> I was at a Christmas party and Jim Belsito was there here in Southern California and I got a chance to see him and, and meet him and shake his hand and just a neat guy. I met him at the Museum of Pinball prior, but it was cool to like just, I guess, mix it up with him. It was neat. I consider that a privilege. So, you know, if, if you get a chance to meet some of these pros, you know, go shake their hand and smile and say, hey. You know, I've been watching you, you're awesome, you know what I mean? Thanks for being a freaking great pinball player and doing all these cool tournaments. They don't make a ton of money doing it, so it's kind of like, you know, just for the benefit of the hobby, you know, and all of us, it's, heck, you're not even making any money if you're not top 10, right? So, it's like, thank you guys, like, I, I'm just grateful for that, like, they, they don't have to do it, they don't make a killing doing it, if anything, and it's just like, thank you, so, you know, be grateful for that. Alright guys, that's about all I have. I was just watching this, you know, stream and I thought I'd better get on. I got some, some things to say. I got some thoughts. So, you know, thanks for listening. Make tomorrow a great day. It's hump day, everybody. Wednesday's hump day. Get over hump day. Go to work. Work hard. Get home. Work out. Kiss your wife. Hug your kids. And have a great day. Keep playing pinball, y'all.